what's up everybody welcome back to episode four of paradox in perspective today i'm not here alone i have a special guest today and i'm really flipping excited um for everybody to just like listen to her and i'm really excited that i convinced her to do it not like it was hard she was really willing um but yeah but do you do you want to introduce yourself special guest hi <laughs> I'm Kendall. Um, she says that she she had to she says that she had to talk me into it, but I'm pretty sure that I volunteered myself. Oh and my I was God. like, "Hey, Michaela, you should have me on your podcast." <laughs> and then I was like, "Hey, you should have me on your podcast more than once." And she kind of just gave me this look, and I was like, "Oh, you don't actually have to do that." But here we are. No, I probably will. This is. <laughs> You guys should see our setup right now. This is um, tragic, one might say, but we are making it work. Um, Mm -hmm. Just to paint the picture for you, we are both sitting on the floor right now. In my apartment. In Kendall's apartment. And, well, one, it's like almost 11 p.m., which anybody knows me, that's, you know, it's way past my bedtime. But anyway, um, we're sitting on the floor, and my mic is set up on a stool. A step stool. A step stool. And... We are both leaning in <laughs> so we can be close to this mic because we only have one mic. Yeah, we only have one. Sorry, guys. I'm on a low budget here. Um, I just started this up. So I said I also just volunteered myself. Yeah. So I said one's going to have to work for now. So we were passing it back and forth, but there was just a lot of like background noise. And I was like, that's just not going to work. That's going to be so much for me to edit out. So it's on a stool. We're making it work. And it's just it is what it is. Right. I'm also like mid move. Yeah. So I've got, I've moved out all of my shelves by now. Mm-hmm. So we've just got stuff everywhere. So yeah, it's fine. It's a great aesthetic. It's fine. It's going to be great. So I'm really excited for today's topic. I'm really, really excited. This is something I'm really passionate about. And I am so excited that I get to have Kendall's opinion on this. And we're going to like kind of go back and forth today. Like that's going to be the style. But today... We're talking about our non-negotiables when it comes to relationships. Ooh. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So I actually have a list. I, a few years ago, I had a list in my head and I had a friend's mom. She told me the one time I was over her house with two of my friends and she was saying, though, she's like, you know, you guys should have a list. I was like, oh, I definitely have a list. She's like, you should write it down. And I was like, what happened in my head? She's like, no, 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 write it down. And I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to write it down. But wow, am I so glad I did. And let me tell you why. Because I think a list in your head is one thing. But I think when you get to that point when you're infatuated with somebody and you're, like, interested in them, you can kind of convince yourself of otherwise. And then you can start to settle and be like, oh, no, that wasn't something that was important to me. So you need to go back to something that it's actually written down. You can't forget about it. It's pinpointed and you're like, oh no, see, I forgot about that because I was lost in infatuation with this person that I forgot that this is actually what I really want and they don't have that. So that's why I think lists are so important. So for anybody who already has like a list in your head of things that you know you want and that you are not willing to settle on, write them down. Like whether it's on your computer, whether it's on your phone, you're manually writing it out, whatever, like a notebook, just write it down. I would say as far as what Michaela just said about the list, I think that it's really important, like she said, to have something written down. 
But I think even for me, as I was writing them down, I had trusted people like Michaela and like a couple of other my friends that knew things that were like non-negotiables for me. Because I think even me writing it down can still be really easy for me to be like, oh, I have it written down, but you know, I could just erase it or write a new list, you know? But if I'm telling the girls around me, like the strong like women around me like hey this is something that's really important to me in a relationship and it's not just like a silly thing of like he has to wear this brand or yeah but things that are actually really important to me because of it being like it's not just a temporary relationship but the whole point of like relationship is like if I can't see myself marrying you then I'm out you know but I'm letting like trusted people like trusted women in my life know this is something that's really important to me because if they see me talking to someone or entertaining something with someone then they can easily be like hey Kendall you said that this was something that was really important to you what you doing girl you know so that's what I would say about that yeah that's good that's good so yeah we are definitely not talking about like your type in a sense of physical attributes it's not what we're talking about we're not talking about like oh he has to have he has to be six foot and he has to have blue eyes and he has to have this kind of hair and also has to dress in this brand that's not what we're talking about we are talking about characteristics that you kind of want to pick up on in somebody um yeah so like I said we're gonna go back and forth um do you want to start or do you want me to start okay I'm gonna start So, obviously, the most important one, I would say probably for both of us, I think we might be able to agree this is, like, the number one. Um, He has to be running towards Jesus at the same pace. Like, I will not even entertain the thought of somebody if I know we are not running at the same pace. Obviously, like, my relationship with Jesus is the most important thing in my life. So if somebody doesn't also share that with me, then like, it's just not going to work. Um, yeah, I think kind of what I even said before, this is going to be a circle thing, but even like what I said before of if I'm letting people in my life know, like these are things that are really important to me, I think it's because I've known just different stages of my life. I think even like when I was first really giving my life to Jesus, where I would like say one thing and like do another and so I think for me I used to be like I like I grew up we grew up in church like we were in church every single Sunday and so I think I'd always hear like you should be dating a Christian if you're a Christian and so I'd be like I'm gonna date a Christian then but like I wasn't really a Christian and so it was something to me where I was like okay it's just gonna be somebody that goes to church and all that kind of stuff but then really as I, I was actually giving my life to Jesus I was like there is no way that this can be my whole life but then I can be with someone who doesn't even have it as a small part of their life or it's only like a small thing for them when like I say this like all the time especially when I'm talking about relationships like the most important thing about me is my relationship with the Lord and so if I'm with someone that they can't say the same thing like how is that gonna work you know like they they need to be pursuing and it's not me trying to drag them Because when you're trying to drag someone in your relationship, it normally ends up like the person that's ahead normally ends up being dragged. Like, and you shouldn't have to, not like a, oh, you shouldn't have to be putting in work in a relationship, but the work that you're putting into a relationship should not have to be you trying to convert them or you trying to force them to think a certain way when as Christians, like that's meant to be our whole lifestyle is based on our relationship with him. So they got to be, they got to be running. 
same pace that's good um also i just looked at my list and there's like a lot on here so some of these we're gonna go into more detail and some of them we just kind of have to like say them and (laughs) not elaborate on them okay my second one um for me and i know this is like not a huge thing for everybody but for me this is really big but he has to communicate with gentleness so i'm a very gentle person that's how i like one that's how I communicate to others but also like I'll admit like I am a sensitive person I think I do definitely take things to heart so I need somebody who's going to operate in gentleness but I'm thinking specifically of like in conflict or hard times like if somebody's gonna yell at me and be aggressive I will shut down and I'm like I don't I'm not gonna treat you like that so I don't want that in return so, but for somebody else, their conflict style might be different. They're like, I need somebody to give it to me straight. That's not me. I need somebody to be gentle with me. And I'm not asking you to beat around the bush and lie to me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, tell me the truth, but do it with gentleness. And this was something that um, Don Tree Wilkerson said this a couple of years ago in one of their sermons, and it stuck with me. And she was like talking about how she was making toast for her kids the one day and she accidentally like left a piece in there for too long and it was just like obviously burnt she's like and I could give this to him she's like but can he digest that no she's like in your words are the same way it's like yeah you could give it to them but it's like are they going to be able to digest that like no you know that's not going to be good for them so make it right like do it in a way that they could digest like the words that you're giving to them so yeah that's really good um I think based on because you just talked about communication and so I'll talk about like even like communication for me I very much am I think I've just kind of always been like this but didn't always realize it I think it's something that after I moved out I I realized a little bit more that when it comes to communication or conflict or stuff like that like a non-negotiable for me is like you need to learn how to communicate with me and not just the this is how you communicate and so that's how it's going to be but I'm very much a person that if we're in conflict I need a second to just cool off you know I'm like I'm not a very angry person but if I notice myself getting in that direction I don't even want to start communicating with you and speak out of the anger or the hurt that I'm feeling like I want to be able to take a step back from the conversation and say I know this person like I know like I know this man like I know their heart and I know that this was probably not their intention and sort through my hurt why I'm feeling that way and then then go from there of like okay what do I need to communicate to them and what doesn't need to be communicated because I think that sometimes we just look for silly things to be like you did this and it hurt me and I think that there is a point of like yes like there are some things that you do need to communicate and there are some things where it's just like you just need to let it go you know like not everything needs to be a big conversation or anything like that but I think for me, I would say just you need to learn how to communicate with me and make an effort and then we can meet in the middle or like work out like if you communicate differently, like what does that look like? And I'm not saying like, oh, I need five days. Like, no, we're talking about this like soon, but maybe I just need like a half hour to just go and sit and just process, figure out what I want to communicate to you and then we can have a better conversation than we would if I'm just being forced to have a conversation in that moment, you know, so communication making the effort with communication yeah I think that's really good and I definitely agree with that because if you're pushing me to have that conversation in the moment I'm gonna say things I haven't thought out and I haven't processed Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna yeah exactly I'm gonna speak out of feeling and that's gonna hurt you and then I'm gonna say things that I don't mean and it's just gonna be even more 
of a conflict. So I definitely agree with you. Okay. Um, number three, I don't think I really need to elaborate on this one a lot, but I obviously want somebody with a servant heart. Like I want to see you serve people, but like without being always asked to do it, you know, like what is your heart behind it? Like, do you just like serve because you want to, or are you serving because you have to? So I love that basically all of these, like you're going to say something that I'm going to be like, oh my goodness, the same thing. (laughs) Um, uh, but I feel like, I mean, it makes sense that because I think a lot of the non-negotiables we're going to say are really just things that are like they're all stemmed out of that number one thing yeah. of if our like if we're in our relationship where we are both running after the Lord, like the Lord is going to constantly be molding us and shaping us to look more and more like him yeah. as we're spending time with him, you know, and so it's not a okay they're going to be perfect at all of these yeah. things. Yeah. But if they're like, okay, I'm accepting that I don't speak with gentleness and I'm just harsh in every single conversation. That's just how it's going to be because that's just how oh, I communicate. Yeah. Then like, no, but I want them to be able to see like, oh, like this is something that I do struggle with sometimes, but it is something that I'm actively like working yeah. on and I need to see them working on it too. Yeah. But anyways, all that, um, I feel like all the things we're going to talk about are things that stem from like, do they know the Lord? Like, because the more I spend time with Jesus, the more I look like Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus is gentle and he is like, he, he, his life was to serve. Like it wasn't for him to be served, but for him to serve. And so for Jesus to give his life for me and then him be like, no, like my life is to, to serve others. Like if the man, like, I do have to say I'm happily engaged right now. Like I'm getting married very soon. But um, so when I'm saying like, oh, the man, it's like because these things I'm talking about are things that are really important to me. And they are things that I've found in someone because I wasn't just going to settle for something other than that. But anyways, um, because like my fiance like loves the Lord, like because he chases after the Lord, these things are like characteristics of him, you know? And so I think that like for us as Christians, like, like we said, for our number one thing being like that he loves the Lord. These are things that like are qualities that should be in a godly man. Um, but I also think that some of the things that we say, like, because I think that somebody could be a Christian or like not a Christian and can still go and do things for people and can still go and serve. But for me, like I wouldn't have wanted someone that had all of these nice characteristics that, because I think that you can also tend to be like, oh, well, he's nice to people and he goes and does this but it's like but what about this 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 and this like I feel like sometimes you can kind of look more at like the bare minimum and like magnify that to make up for other things um whereas like I think for me like being in a relationship where we both love the Lord I'm like okay I'm not magnifying all these things because it's filling a gap that things aren't there but it's like these things are there because he's still growing and even the things that he's not perfect in he's still like growing in like I don't know if that makes sense but I have it's like this like I'm not expecting him to be perfect or to do all these things like great all the time but I know that he is constantly growing and I don't have to feel like well he was kind then and and now I don't really know what happened or this changed or he's not serving anymore and so now all these things faded away but it's like no as we continue to grow in our relationship with the Lord we're going to continue to grow in those things so they're going to be things that continue to happen and get better and better and better yeah also I was definitely gonna address that beforehand I forgot um I think it's really great that Ken and I are in two totally different 
places relationship wise I think it gives two different perspectives almost but yeah Kendall is engaged whoop whoop and I am not I <laughs> I am single and honestly I think that is such a great thing that we we're in two different spots and can give two different outlooks on that so anyway um my next one this is really 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 important to me I think yes all of these things on the list are important to me but this is one that I know is very specific to me and I know that I have friends who are like oh that's not something that like I particularly care about but this is something that is very important to me and I will not settle on this I will not settle on this not that I'll settle on anything else but like specifically this because I think it kind of is a unique trait so anyway so I'm gonna read it verbatim off of the list so it says doesn't talk down about me or others even as a joke his words are affirming this is something that's really big for me and it's been big for me for a few years I I think I'm a funny person, right? Like I can, I can take a joke. Like I like joking around. Like obviously I love humor, but my joke style is not cutting other people down. I think jokes like that are not funny. I don't think they're funny when you're calling somebody stupid or dumb, even in a joke, that's just not funny to me. Like, I don't think you need to do that to be funny or to make a joke. Like I don't want your words to be tearing somebody down even as a joke. And Ken and I were talking about this the other day. Like I could say something to Kendall that I know like is clearly not true and it's totally different. I'll be like, oh my gosh, Kendall, like you haven't showered in a week. Like, oh my gosh, you smell so bad. Like clearly she showered yesterday. So like we know that stuff like isn't true. But I think when it comes to character and somebody starts joking about bat and they're like, oh my gosh, like yeah, you're probably going to mess up with that or like, oh yeah, you're like, you're dumb or like, I can't believe you like read that wrong or whatever. Like, and they're kind of like disguising it as a joke. Like, that's just not funny to me. I don't think putting people down, even as a joke, is funny. So that's not my joke style. That's not how I joke with other people. And that's not how I want to be joked with. So that's really big. And then again, I have other friends who are like, oh, no, that's totally fine. Like, I want him to, like, joke around with me like that. And if that's you, that's totally fine. But that is not me. And that is something I will not settle on preach no i think that that's so good i said this before but i feel like every single thing that mikhail is gonna say is gonna be something that i like agree with or i'm like yeah these were like non-negotiables i think that i have like speaking on like past relationships like i've been in like i've had relationships in the past where we had that joking style where it's just kind of like demeaning jokes or just kind of like really awful way of speaking to each other like even just like like, I don't say bad words anymore, but, like, even, like, just, I just say bad words and call, like, whoever I was with these words. And, like, they would say the same thing about me and it'd be, like, oh, it's, like, funny. Yeah. But then it would get into a moment where it was, like, serious. Yeah. And they would say that and they'd be, like, oh, it's just a joke. Mm-hmm. Or it'd be so easy for me to say and be, like, I'm just joking. But then it's, like, that's not the place for, like, that joke. Yeah. And so I think that, obviously, like, there are times when you're communicating that, like, no joke is real. It's not really the place for it, you know, like you need to have like an actual conversation. But if I'm joking around, I want to just be like, a, oh, I shouldn't have made a joke in that moment. Like, because we're like having a conversation and it's just kind of like awkward. Like, why did you do that? Much more than being like, oh, I made this joke and it added to the hurt that they were already yeah. feeling in that moment. Like, I don't want to like I'm not a perfect person and so there are going to be moments that I say things that do contribute to like hurt that you're feeling in a moment but I don't want to purposely or be in a habit of oh I'm always saying this about this person like and it's not even just in relationships I think in general I try not to do that because I don't want it to be like oh it's okay for like my friendships or for like me and my sister but it's like not okay for like 
my relationship, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that that's just, like, really important because I also know, like, I'm not, like, super sensitive. I definitely am, like, more sensitive than Michaela is. Um, definitely more on the emotional side. Um, but <laughs> she's loving me right now. Um, but I definitely am a lot better than I used to be where I don't, like, I'm, I just, I love joking around. Like, I love having fun and I love laughing with people. And so it's not a, oh, we can't joke around, but it's, like, if you're saying something about me that just doesn't speak life into me and just kind of knocks me down or adds to like adds to something like insecurity wise then yeah obviously like I need to work on because I shouldn't be like dwelling on it and it should be it shouldn't be affecting me in every single moment but if it's adding to that like I just don't I just I'm not a huge fan don't really don't really think it's super funny you know so that's just non-negotiable for me yeah I think that line is just a little too easy to cross that I'm like Mm -hmm. let's just not even like play with the line yeah Yeah. okay this one pretty um self-explanatory doesn't really need much I know (laughs) there's 17 things on here some of them are like I just kind of broke them down into like subcategories but anyway um I like want somebody who also has things that he's looking for too like I don't want to just be like oh yeah like I guess you're good like, no, I want you to know that, like, oh, no, I had things that I was also looking for, and you meet that as well. Yeah. You know, like, that's meaningful. That's a good one. Um, I think it became really, really important to me, and this is, like, this could be a very long thing, and I honestly can make this into a whole different podcast itself. Boundaries. Like, I need to, like, for me, having been in relationships in the past that definitely crossed some lines and definitely went a little bit too far and just did things that always made me feel, like, guilty or like I shouldn't have been doing and stuff like that like I think that it was really important for me after giving my life to Jesus like I think one you also have to really just dive into like why does scripture talk about boundaries or why does scriptures like talk about certain things because I think I just kind of was like okay that's just what we're taught in church and so we just don't do these things so I think that that could also lead to a really unhealthy view of what you should and shouldn't be doing in a relationship anyways that's a lot of stuff we can dive into whenever Michaela has me back um but I'll just say the shortened version for now is it's very important for me that it's not just me having boundaries when I go into a relationship but it's us together like we have boundaries because I think even if I went into my relationship right now being like hey I have these boundaries and he's like well I don't really see the need to have boundaries if we get into a moment where you know it's like easier to go in a certain direction like if he's like oh I don't really care about these boundaries and in the moment I'm like oh it's fine if we don't follow the boundaries then I'm gonna be beating myself up after and being like why did I even do that like that's not what I wanted our relationship to be like I just don't want our relationship to just be physically focused like I want it to be really like us getting to know each other and us getting to to hang out and spend time together and communicate and spend time with other people and not just be based on physical things because that only gets you so far in relationships so for me it was like do you have boundaries for yourself but also like he's respecting my boundaries and I'm respecting his boundaries even if it wasn't boundaries that I had set up for us if he's like this is a boundary for me then it's our boundaries together not just oh these are his and these are mine you know so that was non-negotiable for me that's good Ooh, okay, this is actually really important for me. I really am looking for somebody who is outgoing and not scared to talk to people. And at first I was like, oh, is that a non-negotiable for me? I was like, maybe it's just a preference. But I'm like, no, I think that is like a non-negotiable. It's like somebody that's not afraid to go and talk to people. I think that like 
not only is that something that like I like to do, but I think I really see value in that as well. So I'm like, because I see value in that, I don't really want somebody who we're not going to align on that. Like I want us to both be able to do that and like go and like reach people and talk to people and be outgoing. I'm an extroverted person and I think I would definitely prefer being with an extrovert. Um, not to say introverts can't go out and like talk to people because there's definitely like introverts who will who are not scared to go and talk to people but yeah just somebody who is outgoing and not scared to talk to people I (laughs) once again I'm going to agree with that but I also am I'm way more introverted than you are like I'm kind of like very middle of the line like extroverted and introverted and so I love like meeting people like the job where I'm at right now isn't my dream job but I love like in the job that I get to constantly be talking to people and like getting to know them and hearing about like stuff that's going on in their lives even if it's just for 48 seconds that they're talking to me you know um so like I love talking to people I think something for me that was non-negotiable is because I know that I could be more introverted the more time I spend home then the more time I want to spend home Mm -hmm. and so if I'm like oh I'm with an introvert like or someone that never wants to be around other people and, like, it always has to be, like, just the two of us. It's like, okay, yes, I want there to be time where we can be intentional with each other and not always be around, like, everyone and a bunch of other people. But I, I think that, for me, I need to have, like, that balance. Yeah. And so I want to be able to have the time at home where I could just kind of just rest and refill and be good. But I also don't want my life to be about, like, what's comfortable for me because I definitely think that going out and being around new people, not necessarily people that I'm, like, super close to, but, like, new people, like, where I'm interacting or even, like, group settings where I don't know everyone, like, that can vary. That could be kind of, like, tiring for me. Whereas, like, Brandon, like, thrives in those situations and, like, going up and, like, talking to people. And so I think for me it's really cool because it stretches me because it could be very easy for me to just be like, okay, I'm just going to go and I'm just going to stick to myself or just stick to the same people or even be like, oh, I'm just not going to go. And so I think it's really cool for me that I'm able – He, I definitely think that that's one of the ways that he challenges me is it's not like him doing it on purpose, but he's just – that's just how he is. And I'm like – well, I want to, if he's like that and that's how he wants to, like, if that's what he wants to do and he wants to be around these people, like, obviously I want to go with him. And so I think it really brings me out of my own shell and it makes it not just me staying in my comfort zone. Like he very much pulls me out of my comfort zone in so many different areas, but that's definitely like a huge one is like just being able to go and like do things together. But I also really love that when we go places together, I don't feel like I have to entertain him the whole time. And I think that that's been things like Michaela and I talk about this. Like, I think that that used to be something that would really stress me out if I had friends together that were like different friend groups. Like I want them to all be together, but I definitely felt like I had to entertain the whole time. And so if I wanted to go and talk to someone, I felt like I couldn't do that because I just had to entertain the same people. And I love that when Brandon and I go places, like we can go places and we can do stuff together and we can be together in it. But also if I brought him to a family gathering, I don't feel like I have to sit down with him the whole time and entertain him. Like I feel like he's going to go and talk to people and get to know people. And then I'm going to be able to go and talk and connect with people. So, um, yeah, like someone that brings me out of my comfort zone and kind of shows me like what is inside of me that I can, I think it'd be really easy to just kind of doubt or be like, Oh, I can't do that. And just count myself out, you know? Okay. So we're going to do one more each and then we've got to, I know, or it's about that time. 
I have on here somebody intentional, but I think intentionality shows up in a few different ways. Um, one, it shows up in like not just intentionality and like you pursuing me like yes like that shows intentionality but like I don't want to be the only one that's like planning dates or like like I don't want to be the almost like I'm the only one interested and like you're just in this relationship because you're the other part like no like I want you to like also show you're interested as well and like how are you showing you're intentional so some somebody like that but I think also intentionality with like how you get to know me as well I shouldn't be asking all the questions like intentionally I want you to actually get to know me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that I should always be the one asking. Because I love asking questions. Don't get me wrong. I love asking people questions. But um, I think that was something that I had an experience with somebody with the one time. And I was like, that was one of the first things I noticed. I was like, why am I doing all the talking? I'm like, why am I the only one asking questions? You're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, no. Like, if you're interested in me, like, don't ask to hang out with me, then don't ask me. Like, what is the point of that? <laughs> What's, like, I don't, I don't understand that. So, yeah, I think somebody that just shows intentionality in more way, more ways than just one. So, yeah. Oh, this is hard to just pick one last one because I feel like we've already been talking for a while. It doesn't feel that way, but um, I say I feel like we've been talking for a while because I can see you every single time Michaela checks to see how long we've been talking. No, no, no. Um, there were two that I was thinking of, and I think I'm blanking on the one right now. So, um, okay, we're gonna speed round. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say one right now, and then Michaela's gonna say one, then I might say one more other one if I remember it. Um, I would say kind of similar to what Michaela said, my biggest love language is quality time, yeah. and so. I'm also someone that like I if I see that somebody's like sitting by themselves or something like that like I try so hard to be like intentional of being present with people and not just always running from like one thing to the next but like if I see that like someone needs to just be like just have someone sit with them like I think that that's like one of my favorite things about Jesus is just how he went and sat with people and I think it's so beautiful and so like, that's how I want to be. Like, that's, like, how I want to live my life, you know? And yeah. so, like, I want to be able to, like, just go and sit with people. But I think as far as, like, me feeling loved, too, like, yeah. that's how I receive love is, like, quality time yeah. and, like, being present. And I'm not saying we have to go and sit and have a super serious conversation the whole time we're together. But, like, a non-negotiable for me is, like, it can't just be about you getting what you want out of the relationship. But it's, like, I need to feel, like, loved and cared for, too, you know? And so, like, I need to feel like I'm like chosen and so for me like feeling chosen is like quality time and I think that sometimes things look different you know I think also like both of us being employed with church like there are sometimes like seasons where life is just totally crazy and our quality time looks a little bit different or like our date nights look a little bit different but I think for me it's like quality time like what does that look like and it's really like if I like I need to feel like you are present with me and not just like sitting there like doing something else or like distracted but like you're like present with me okay this has to be the last one because you're definitely out of time but um this is something that was kind of new on my list and it wasn't something it was something that I kind of assumed in the past but I was like no I need to write this down because I can't just assume that somebody has this like I need to make sure they have it and he like needs to have the Holy Spirit in him because if he does if he like just believes in Jesus and like that's the extent but like doesn't really like have the Holy Spirit like in him then who's convicting him like is it himself do you think that he could lead himself no well none of us should be leading ourselves you know what I mean um 
Yeah, but like who's changing his heart and like who's leading him to act out of love if it's not the Holy Spirit? So like he has to be led and like convicted by the Holy Spirit because it's like that could also affect how you treat me. And I, I think it's so cool. Sometimes maybe I really shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Maybe I'll cut it out. Um, Sometimes I can acknowledge that I'm wrong, but sometimes I'm a no, I'm not wrong. And I'm like, you know what, Lord? I know if it's like somebody who like shares the same beliefs as me, I'm like, I know the Holy Spirit will convict you of that. Like, and he'll convict me if I'm in the wrong, he will convict me of that. But if like you're in the wrong, he'll convict you. And we'll like revisit this and like, you'll realize, but I'm like, I want that in him as well. Because sometimes it's like not enough for me to be like, well, that hurt me. You were wrong. Like, no, he needs somebody else to convict him. So if it's not the Holy Spirit, then who? Um, this is funny because it also, this is what I was thinking of before Michaela even like said that, but I would say, I think for me a non-negotiable is like, are you willing to be growing? Like, are you willing to grow and are you willing to ask the Lord to challenge you or like to show you the things in your heart that need changed or the things that you need to grow in? And I think that that's like one of my favorite things about Brandon is I feel like he'll constantly just be like, oh, this is what I've been asking the Lord this week. Like, this is what I feel like the Lord's really challenging me in. And I think it's so cool because he doesn't just settle for where he's at. I think he's the best and I love him and I think he's amazing as he is, but it's also like crazy, like so cool and so beautiful that he's like, like, cause he's confident and he like knows he's awesome and like he should, but he's also like, he knows that there's still like stuff that God wants to do in him, you know? And it's not even like, oh, these terrible things that need to be changed, but it's just stuff to look more and more like him because none of us are all, we're never like fully arrived, you know? But he's like, no, I want the Lord to just keep convicting me. And like, if I'm reading the word and I'm not being challenged, then I haven't read the word enough today. And I think that it's so cool. Like, I just love that heart. So non-negotiable. Yep. That's good. That's good. I feel like we can go on for like two hours, but sorry, that's just not, that's just not the, that's just not my vibe, you know? So that is, that's really like it for today on that topic. Please let us know if you like that. Like those of you who have my number. Yeah. Those of you who like have my number, please text me. If you don't like, you can DM me on Instagram, whatever. Um, just let us know your feedback. And if there was something else that you wanted us, another topic you want us to talk about, let us know. I'm definitely going to kindle back here because we we already have another idea that we like want to do. But yeah, that's really it today. And I would say, okay, so we're wrapping up here. But from this, I hope that one, if you don't have a list, I hope that right now you're like, oh my gosh, I need to make a list literally right now. Because if you don't have one, you should definitely have one. And again, we're not talking materialistic things. We are talking about characteristics. So if you don't have one, make one. If you have one, but it's not written down, write it down. Um, and then if you're like, yep, I've already got it and it's written down, maybe write some of these down. If you're like, oh, that's good. That stuck with me. That like meant something to me. Then write it down. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have for today. This was really fun. I actually really like this episode. This is like my, my favorite. They're all my favorite. But anyway, but yeah, that's all we got for now. All right. So until next time, stay blessed, y'all. Bye.